here, okay? What do you want from us? How much more do you want from me? And we're back. Hello, girls. We're back. And we're back. We're back. And we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Cha-cha-cha. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Taylor. And Toya. This is The Ho Bag. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore hoebag. That's underscore H-E-A-U-X-B-A-G. Keep up with our shenanigans. Bye. Bye. And I'm back. <laughs> with Delisha. Hey, y'all. And today we're talking about feminine energy. Good morning. And Toya couldn't be with us today, but she's here in spirit and you know we got to do Twitter news to kick it off. So I'm going to let Delisha read all this riffraff because it's going to tie tie into our feminine energy conversation. Yes. So I'm just going to read the part that kind of stuck out to me the most um, when it came to this particular issue. Okay. So let me find it. So while she's finding it, it's about, you know, we got mixed feelings on, uh, on this podcast. About Joe Budden's remarks in regards mm. to Megan the Stallion, Houston's finest, Tory Lanez, Evelyn Lozada, and Chad Ochocinco. Yep. Mm. Okay, so uh, I will say just like, like a synopsis or like a high level um, point with is that Joe Budden seems to think men accused of physical abuse become the victims if the actual victims keep talking about their abusers publicly. And this is tying into Megan Thee Stallion sitting down with Gail um, and Evelyn Lozada and Tahiri speaking on their experience um, and how he's there basically saying, like, how dare you say anything like that? Because they are the true victims. So he's saying that men are the victims. They're becoming victimized because people keep, I guess, basically ruining their reputations when they talk about right. the domestic encounters that they've had with right. women. And he's basically saying that you're now being a bully to me because you're going on the Internet and you're constantly saying, you hit me. You did this. You did that. You did this. But that's not necessarily. Mr. What? Joe, Mr. Joe, Mr. Joe, why would you come on here and open your mouth about women and men fighting? I think anybody when it comes to domestic violence, if you weren't there, you need to shut up and mind your business. Correct. First of all. Yes. Secondly, um, how do you tell somebody who in. I think in the hip hop community, everybody's trying to discredit Meg that she actually didn't get shot and that they're trying to justify it. Well, you were sleeping with him. So what if she could have slept with him right then and he shot her. It don't matter. At the point you pull a gun out on somebody, that mm -hmm. is a problem, big dog. Right. Like it's not okay. And so I think we're our subject, what we're talking about is wounded feminine energy. And I feel like when men do stuff like that and have done that for years because it's been okay behavior, I think that it's caused women to develop uh, these traumatic responses of being overly independent, overly, I don't need a man, just like extra masculine. superwoman. Way more right. sitting, way more in our masculine than we do our feminine energy. And it's complete. It's a, not saying that we don't possess both things as humans. So let's put that out there for the record. But at the same time, 
like she's saying, you know, we end up having to fully sit in both energies and mm-hmm. then masculine energy is way more. Um, I don't, I don't want to use the word like it's just way more powerful, so to speak, than the feminine energy. And then we just end up living like that day to day. And that's it's not fair. It's not a, it's not a it's not something that we have to do. We need to do at Question. times and it sucks. Before you get into that, did you know exactly what feminine versus masculine energy was before this uh, subject came up? Absolutely. Okay, could you give us a little synopsis real quick? Because I had to go back and look and I was like, reading it, I was like, wounded feminine energy probably means to me that, you know, I'm overly independent or whatever. And I started reading this stuff and I was like, I need to go talk to my therapist. I am broken. I'm yeah. a broken mother. <laughs> no, like seriously, because I think because if we think about it, you know, being a woman or just being anything soft or emotional or receiving and frowned upon. But really, that is like the feminine, the, like yin and yang, right? Mm-hmm. There's two sides of it. So you have the the more powerful side and you have the more uh, the dominant and then you have the more what is it called? Not recessive, but it's more like submissive. All right. So. Jumping back into this, we were talking. So we were in a group chat talking about wounded feminine energy. Right. And like the differences between empowered versus wounded and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And did you want to go ahead and yeah. touch on it? So um, typically masculine energy is going to be grounded, secure, physically safe, physical safety, uh, future focus, purpose, purposeful, action oriented, logically guided, thinking full focus and healthy giving. And if you have not noticed, not Anytime did I say anything about something being a man and or a woman. Mm. These are just characteristics or in or traits of masculine energy. Okay. Secondly, empowered feminine energy is going to be flowing and free, emotional safety, present play, relaxation, intuitively guided, feelings focused, and healthy receiving. Again, nothing on the feminine energy side said anything about it being a woman or anything like that. So, and I think typically what happens in most environments and or in like uh, cultures, we typically say feminine soft, crying emotionally and tuned and all of that is you're being a girl. Wait, wait, wait. So I know we weren't going to do this, but if you go they have, they have the wounded feminine energy and that's what they usually prey on. Uh, some of the things are trapped in helplessness, the victim, quote unquote, the damsel in distress, which they praise on Disney. So they groom you to be this woman. Yeah. And then wounded. they tell you, oh, my gosh, you're crying like a little bitch. Shut up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then they talk about emotional codependency, scattered, lack yep. of responsibility. When they tell women, don't worry, a man's going to take care of it. So like all these things that are, quote unquote, wounded feminine energy, like you train these women up to do that. And yep. then it's, you know, it's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But then I, I look at like wounded masculine energy. It's being overconfident, over selfishness, forceful, overgiving. And it's like we I don't depending on how who's looking at that. I don't think that's a problem. That's some of the stuff. Well, over forceful, I don't like. But overgiving, no. like we want somebody to not be selfish. Like we want somebody who or do you disagree? Because I see your face. Well, um, I think there is probably a uh, there's maybe it's like a, a max, maybe a uh, like a little boundary there. Well, too much of anything is too, too much of much, anything right? because, you know, some people like to use things as their advantage for more of a controlling type of situation. So mm, and that's when they become overbearing and they're like, I'm the man of the house. Shut up. We all we know. We know. Bro. 
Yeah. So, okay. So let's, let's break back into, let's talk about not you specifically, but like your experience. Um, we saw this video and it was talking about like, if you've been wounded in your feminine energy, where you find yourself struggling with vulnerability, lack of self-trust of your intuition, unresolved sexual trauma, and then you find shame with some of your desires and then generational curses of women living in masculine energy and how we can't depend on women. I mean, excuse me, depend on men mm -hmm. and even some other people. So yeah. what, what, did that, what did you feel when you saw that video? Um, for me, it was just like a, a eye opener that there may be still some areas that I have, um, I haven't quite maybe mastered yet. Okay. Um, because healing is like a continuous journey, you know, it's, okay. it's not, there's not like a, oh, you're healed. Check mark. It, that's not how that works. Life is all roses and shit. Nah, that shit ain't like that. So, oh no, it is a continuous journey. And because of that, I have to always try to tell myself, at least you give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. Okay, you may not get it today. You may not get it tomorrow. You might meet a motherfucker that make you go a little cuckoo. Okay, but at the end of the day, you gotta bring, you gotta bring yourself back. And um, I just have to be like, oh, you know what? Okay. Let me take some time to revisit that. Mm -hmm. Last night I went, I took the, I went through the list again, like the, all the 35 and that other article that you sent. And I was just like, God, digital. Y'all, let me. That's let, a lot. Let me go through some of these words. I was a screenshot and put in a group Man, text. it is a lot. Like I, I uh, here's, here's just some of them. You think cultivating beauty is shadow, shallow. You feel like you can't afford to rest. You're disconnected from your body. You have the need to always prove yourself. You experience trauma. You experience trauma or abuse as a woman. Yes. You're raised by a single mother. You think you need to struggle. You think your suffering makes you worthy. You're busy doing you and you forgot how to just be. You do everything by yourself. You hate asking for help. You hate being dependent Ooh. on anybody. You feel drained and exhausted. You compare your strength to men around you. Shit, that was me. That is May, me. Listen, <laughs> the asking for help. And uh, what was it asking for help and uh, not being able to depend on somebody? You. Because when, I mean, but realistically, right? Everybody's in this healing or they're like in the beginning of their healing journey because they, you know, they're noticing that something's not right within. And they're like, oh, what was me? What was me? And so it's like, you can't really go and say, hey, D, I need you right now. Because then it's like, what about me? I need me. You know, so it's like lately, Due to the pandemic, a bitch needs herself. Like I just gotta, <laughs> I gotta get it done. And like I, like Hold you know, I'm tapping in. I'm tapping in personally right now. <laughs> okay, Give me some ahead. space. <laughs> no, yeah, I get that. But it's like you, you know, you tell somebody, hey, I need this done at this time. So it's funny. I'm talking about LP. LP was like. Uh, he was, he called me the other day and he was like, Taylor, he was like, you have this sense of urgency. Like you need to calm down. I was like, y'all not getting the shit done when I want it done. <laughs> I was like, I'm just sitting around waiting for shit to happen. I'm like, let, let me know how I can go help you get it done. Like, cause I'm a doer. And so, yeah. <laughs> it, and I, it, and that's just an example. It's not about any dependency on men or women, but it's more so like I've been functioning in this role for so long. Absolutely. And, but then when we're at work, cause you're, you're a career woman. If you don't get it done, they, they always say in the, in the application, self-starter, you know, yep. thrives in amb ambiguity. Yep. And like, we have to get up and go get shit done. They don't yep. want nobody to sit around yep. and wait for you to them to tell you what needs yep. to be done. That's they want true. people, they, they don't want you to uh, wait until a problem arrives. They want right. you to be proactive. So you got to right. go out and see, oh, is there a problem somewhere? Yep. And you got to, sometimes you got to find a problem at work to keep yep. your job. Like, and it, it, yep. it, that's how we are as women, yep. right? Yep. So I don't see why, how it's wounded, it's wounded American energy, maybe. 
No, it's wounded feminine energy, like you said, mm. because we as humans possess pove. Oh, you're right. You're right. So stop that. we as women, I mean, we as women, we as human possess both, but we're not going to speak on it because we're only we're women. But it can you'll you'll be able to see the differences in both a woman and a man. But for us, you know, like just going back to what you were saying, that's like the vulnerability or just um, not being able to really fully depend on someone. For me, when I noticed that about myself, I was like, where is this coming from? Like, when did I first experience not being able to be dependent on somebody? Mm -hmm. And then it literally trickled through the rest of my life. But then once I realized, okay, maybe feminine energy is something that I need to practice is I think it was after, you know, I, you know, I've decided to walk away from a relationship and I'm like, okay, what is it about, you know, me? Can I also check in with, because we can't always point the finger Facts. at, you know, the other person. Like I learned what accountability was probably within the last three to four years. And baby, let me tell you, when you really start doing some accountability work, you hurt your own feelings. What? <laughs> Every day. I am like, God damn. Like, bro. Self, chill. Like, why you got to come for me again today? Every day. It's like, nah, you Delisha. You know. I'm like, damn. Facts. Facts. <sighs> you know, okay. it's, it's funny that you, that you say that because at one point, I remember, I think my very first relationship and then all the way up. So, like, my first out of, out of the house relationship, I was like 17. And then one of the more recent ones, I was 26. All of them, all the men in between them were like, gosh, you're just so nonchalant. You act like a nigga, like nothing bothers you. Because I was raised by a man. So I was like, don't, you know, show your emotions. Don't cry. Don't let them see you doing that. So I practiced when I got my feelings hurt. Go ahead and cry, Taylor. To the point, y'all, I cried about everything. everything. And then some niggas were like, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> She always crying, but I was always like, you know, I was trying to allow myself to be in my yes, emotions. And like, yes. I didn't realize my feelings were hurt. I was like, yeah. And that's like, that was the beginning. And it still looked like a crazy little right. spiral out of right. control. But now I have more control. Even being pregnant, like I have more control over my emotions and stuff like that. Right. But I let it be known when something, I know how to communicate now. Like, Correct. hey, you know what? Felicia, I, when you did X, Y, Z, it, it hurt my feelings or it made me feel this type of Correct. way. And like when somebody, I think, somebody who hasn't been healed or around a healed person or somebody who's not around somebody who's been doing the work. Right. They, they're just like the fuck. Right. But then they learn to respond to you in your energy because they want to be around you and communicate and all that stuff. But yeah, right. girl, when you said that, I was, Oh, that resonated with me. I no, I still am broken, but I'm working. on Hey, it. one step at a time. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to like, also what you said about careers, mm -hmm. right? One of the things I, when I was learning about the feminine and the masculine and blah, 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 blah. Because keep in mind, shout out to my mama. But that lady ain't no joke, though. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I so, <delicious> mama. <laughs> right. So, but um, even outside of that, like, I had to learn that as a woman... I can now control once I understand, you know, where my my traumas may lie. Mm -hmm. I can control when and what areas and what situations cause me where I can turn it on and off. You understand in this your area, I can be masculine. So at mm -hmm. work, I can be masculine if I need to. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes at work, I choose to be feminine. Mm -hmm. Because you want to do what? Okay. No problem. We got, mm-hmm. Sure, what do you need? Y'all, okay. You know why? I because come in as an angry black some, woman every day. <laughs> sometimes I don't want to argue with you about you being completely wrong. 
So you know what? You got it. Okay. And I'll just go do my job, come back to you all nice. And, and for some reason, that's been working in my favor. But not all the time can mm-hmm. I be that way. Sometimes I have to step up and be in my masculine energy, get things done, blah, blah, blah. But then sometimes when I'm off of work, I'm like, okay, that part, I'm turning that shit off because oh, I cannot, I cannot operate that way. I think once I start to, to like honestly feel what that meant to have my, my feminine energy be set free, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, oh, I like the way that feels. Like it just has a different it just ha- it allows you to just be as and a rest, woman. Rest in your femininity. I didn't understand what that said, but when you're saying that, like you just get to just. Yeah. Exhale. Yep. Now, when we talk about like vulnerability in that space too, I had to learn like there is like, um, there's two sides of that, right? I saw somewhere where it talked about if you, you know, as a woman being vulnerable, you should be easy to easy to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But I saw that sometimes people use over vulnerability mm-hmm. to force closeness and to Absolutely. get and to get someone and get things out. And that, like like basically being overbearing in their vulnerability for a response. So learning Absolutely. how to be balanced with your vulnerability um, is something that I had to learn, too. And even being comfortable just being honest about like my feelings and digging deep and bringing it up to somebody. I used to be called a I used to be called a crybaby all through really? elementary and middle school. What? Yes. I was called a crybaby all the time and I just realized this like the other day. I'm like, "Dang, why I'm like, you know, I'll let a situation happen and I'm sad, but I only cry for so long. I don't really cry too much in front of the person who may have wronged me. And I just keep, I suck it up. And I'm like, oh, I remember for a long period of time, I, people were saying that I was a crybaby. And I just over time learned how to just, you know, my, my aunt bring that me, back. My aunt told me, I remember I was seven years old. No, I was six because my sister wasn't born yet. And she was like, I was crying. I don't know what I was crying about, but she came on, sat on the stairs. And she said, come here. She said, did somebody die? She said, are you an infant? Then Dang. what the fuck are you crying for? Dang, auntie. But she was a very, um, thrived in her masculinity. There you go. It's just the culture though. I think more so because like a lot of the women on my mom's side of the family are like that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I wanted to be my aunt so bad. She Aww. was like the hardest bitch ever. Like, <laughs> like she was sweet though to the kids. But when we got older, she was just like, get it done. I'm, what you I'm, doing? I'm making life happen. Yeah. You can make life happen yeah. or whatever. And so, yeah. but, but that sits with me when she said, what the fuck are you crying for? And so after that, I think I got a whooping and um, I didn't cry. Sheesh. I didn't cry. And I, she, not because it was two isolated situations, but I got a whooping and I didn't cry. And I was like, why would I cry? I'm not no baby. Nobody mm. died. And so I think that on top of being raised with a man. Yeah. kind of fucked me up. Traumatic experience. <laughs> Shit. No, seriously though. The but, kids cry. Hey, Listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean i'm now don't get me wrong you know look i ain't no parent so i i know i don't have all the emotional uh patience for the crying thing but um i guess that comes with time in um practice on how you deal with the kids emotions you know from a younger age and growing up but now we're talking about as like as a woman and having to learn how to reintroduce yourself basically unlearn and relearn how to be emotional 
I, can I transition into something else? Yeah. I think, okay, so, because another thing we wanted to talk about was unresolved sexual trauma, not necessarily being sexually abused, and associating desires with shame. So, or, sh- yeah, desires with shame. So, do you think, do you find yourself relearning some of the things that you enjoyed sexually? Like, as you, you you're, are you 30 yet? Mm-hmm. As you are in your 30s, now your right. late 20s. Right. Do you find yourself going, you know what? I didn't have to be a freak nasty hoe that was, you know, <laughs> swallowing spit and blah, 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 like you're on the camera. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, I had a pass. But <laughs> do you find yourself, do you, I'm sorry, do you find yourself <laughs> Taylor, changing? everyone. <laughs> do you find yourself changing some of the ways that you may perform like you want to have more intimacy and like some Absolutely. of the nasty freaky things that you thought were like cool you know to please your person it's like you know what maybe I shouldn't do that or you know I actually really like this but you don't know how to tell a man or a woman whoever you're into right that that's what you like definitely um, and I think it's because I'm being I'm in, I am learning to be more in tuned and connected to myself. Mm. And because of that, I think that those, the, the desires or the experience, I, it, it has to feel a certain way. And if it doesn't feel a certain way, I'm going to easily feel as a person degraded. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel like an object. I'm going to feel as like, I'm just not human. Like, because I'm, I'm only being used Mm -hmm. for just your desire and your pleasure at the end of the day. Right. And I don't think that's fair. So once I started to sit in within myself and get connected to myself and my body, I'm like, yeah, no, that doesn't, I don't like that. And I don't want that experience. So, you know, thanks. Um, and sitting on that and also and I had this we had this conversation yesterday, women being more in charge or um, I won't say, well, I guess in charge of their sexuality, their sexual experience, how they want to go on in the world. And I think when, as more women kind of grasp that for themselves, mm-hmm. their experiences will change. Facts. Facts. Because I think you start going and I'm only kind of speaking from my experience, you go, okay, I want different, right? In this area of my life. Mm-hmm. But then it starts affecting everything, everything else. And so you think about like the affection that you have with a man or another person and you go, you know what? I don't, I'm only fucking them because I want somebody next to me. I want a warm body or I'm only fucking them because I, I think that's what they want. And that's what's going to keep me around. I'm only doing X, Y, Z because of this. And then you go, I'm really not comfortable with that. I really don't like that. Like it's not, mm, I'm only fucking you when I get high. Now I'm, I'm sober and I'm like, don't like you. Don't want to do it. And so, don't like, like your voice. Don't want to see your face. Everything pisses everything you off. Everything irritates you. <laughs> yeah, because I think at the end of the day, going back to like the, the wounded energy, we may have unfortunately been taught to use these things to gather closeness. Mm. So because I want you to be close to me, I don't know how to use my words. I don't know how to sit in my, my, I don't, I'm disconnected from my emotions. Mm -hmm. I'm disconnected from the verbiage Mm -hmm. to properly say, Hey, I need, or can I have, or we don't know how to request or sit back and receive. Now that you say that, I realized when I stopped becoming super hypersexual, I became very masculine. Like, Mm. Oh no, we, my problem make more money than you. Oh no. I, you know, I've, I've been here. I could do, I could change the tire. I could do all this stuff showing them that I was 
easily compatible and like I just didn't that have that was on sex. that list right and it's just like dang like why did I try to go above and beyond to prove myself because mm-hmm. men kept breaking us down to mm-hmm. these and I think that's why I was also triggered on one of the episodes I think we had with Certified Pod Steppers or Certified Steppers Podcast they were like uh, Cam Newton said something about a woman could be all these things but then can she cook and I was it, it triggered me and, and I was like dang I don't want people to think like I'm mad because they say oh she can't cook no I'm more so mad because it's like we are equals and you're diminishing me down to this small fucking uh, life requirement. Right. Like, survival skill. Right. And, and it, you know, like, can she fuck? Can she clean? Can she cook? You didn't ask me, was I smart? The things that I worked hard for. You didn't ask me, was I emotionally capable of nurturing you and your kids? People don't ask that shit. We're the ones who have to ask that. And it's 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 annoying because it's like, dang, we. I'm sorry. We still got to do more. Triple the work. <laughs> we still gotta work we still gotta make sure we're you know like you said like career driven yep. we still gotta make sure we cook clean and fuck yep. and then we still gotta make sure we're emotionally stable yep. cause I hear a lot of men talking about oh yeah I don't like when my, my wife talks to my kids like this I don't like when my baby mama does this with my kids like she's just crazy that's not a mother and it's like dang we have to learn how to do that shit too I'm tired Delisha I'm the shit you and me bumble <laughs> Duh, you, you not alone Sheesh, when were we broken? At when did this happen? Uh, did it happen in the during this the women's suffrage march? Like when did when did this shift change? When do you think that happened? And do you think it's only a black thing? Do you think that other people are allowed the opportunity to learn how to be emotionally compatible and stable? I think it might it, it can be um it I definitely believe it's a human thing. Okay. Um but um because I'm a black woman and I can only speak from my experience. Um, I would say it's just a, like you, like we said, it's, it's just generational. Mm. These things have been going on. There's so many different things that happen in each generation that caused the shift in um, responsibilities mm. for yes. the roles of women and men. And we were not educated enough. Clearly we're just now learning about, these energies that are possessed within us. So they ain't know that back in the seventies and eighties, they had no idea what that shit was. And if you did, then you were a hippie or you were a hippie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even going before that, they had no idea what that was. People were just trying to survive with every new thing that came into the world and everything that was pointing against the communities or where the case may be. So you have all these different generational curses, these different things that were introduced, these, all these different agendas or whatever case may be um, that basically kind of came in and was literally chipping away at the feminine and or masculine energy. And we had, we, we didn't have time to sit with that. Can I trying to survive? Can I, can I say this? And Ooh, I hope we don't get canceled. I'll, I'll be, I'll be strategic. I'll try to be strategic, oh, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. but I blame religion. Because mm. I can only speak, I grew up in a Christian household, but, I, you know, reading mm. um, the First Testament, Old Testament, when women were on their cycles, you weren't allowed to go to church or, you know, you weren't allowed to cut your hair, which is why you see the Mormons and the, uh, the, 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 the let me stop naming people, but you see those types <laughs> of, of, of sub, subsections of Christianity where, Women, when they are doing women, feminine things, they have to be hidden and it's not included in the rearing of life and childrenhood and all that stuff. So, of course, people are functioning in what they believe the version of their Bible that they subscribe to Mm -hmm. says that we have to do. And it neglects 
People being emotional. It neglects the natural. Th- they just tell women you're supposed to take care of the baby. But they also, you know, men are also like, well, the reason why men are successful is because we don't think with our emotions. We think with logic. And so I think, again, I'm trying to be not disrespectful, but I think the lack of information put into those doctrines has hindered us over the years, especially as we keep trying to justify, like people are still trying to, Say, oh, I have feminine energy, I have masculine energy, and still be religious. So like, they're trying to get all of them together. There's so many different things. So many things. That's why I was saying there's so many different things at different levels that can aid in that. Mm-hmm. For some people, it, like what you're saying, it could, it could possibly be that the religion may have not educated them enough. For some people, it could be their households mm-hmm. that literally dismantle Anything that they had an idea of when it comes to these things, it could be te- television. It could be the so it can be their Absolutely. environment. Absolutely, social media and television. It can be so many different things that literally have gotten us to a point where we as women are so disconnected from ourselves and our bodies and our um, our energy and what we have to offer and how to be soft and how to do those things. Now, granted. <clears throat> Oh, I ain't trying to disrespect nobody, but you know, while we have our, the things that happen to us, we have our counterparts that don't make it no better. I would say the lack of safety that women feel in men to even sit in their feminine energy Sometimes it's non-existent. I'm and not going to say, say safety. It's not mm-hmm. just physical. It's not just they physical. That. No, safety goes beyond the physical. It's spiritual. It's emotional. It's um, um, I don't even know. Financial. It's all these different things. And I and again, I'm not saying you got to be a millionaire. I'm not saying you got to make six figures. I'm just saying you have. You know where you're trying to take this boat. And I can fully trust you in knowing that I can sit back and allow you to lead. That is called safety in so many aspects. But guess what? Just like you don't know what safety is as a man because you never been safe safe by your father if you were in a single parent home. We got the same experience. Mm-hmm. So it's affecting everybody. <clears throat> I agree. So I that's think, just my opinion, you know. I don't know everything. And I want you to think of your whole tip, but <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't bring no water up here. Golly. Safe, <laughs> safe spaces. I think I used to uh gosh, I'm talking about a lot of past. I used to uh enjoy dating older men because I felt mm-hmm. like they were more responsible in life and it was just easy not to have to deal with the little bullshit, right? But the one thing I didn't get from them were safe spaces to come to you as who I am. Cause and then they would go, Oh, you're just emotional. Oh, you're this and that. And you always think that I don't I haven't created space. I told you you could talk to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but when I try to bring the subject up, right. Then it's, oh, here you go. It's never, let me just listen. They don't know. Without interrupting. It's never, Mm -hmm. you know. And even then, I think a lot of people don't know how to listen. It's more so, if I say, damn, girl, I was like, my shoe keeps hurting. Instead of you just letting me complain about that, you go, here, maybe you need another size. Or here, maybe you're always trying to provide a solution. When I know damn well, I'm just complaining because I'm having a bad day right now. Mm -hmm. Or whatever the case. Not not saying that's everybody's case. But sometimes (laughs) y'all don't know how to listen. Y'all come, you need to do X, Y, Z. Well, I noticed when you wore them shoes last week, you broke your foot. And so, like, you just, you fucked it up yourself. You're the reason of your problems. And so, Mm -hmm. y'all don't create these spaces because you don't know how to communicate. Right. But that's a whole nother. 
That's a whole nother topic <laughs> in this motherfucker. Hey. <laughs> so with that being said, with everything we talked about today, Tory Lanez, Meg, more so we talked about Joe Budden discrediting uh, Megan and Evelyn Lozada, and then we went into Wounded Feminine Energy. Do you have a hoe tip? Shoo, shoo, hoe tip. Um, shit. No, I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, you know, um, take time. If you need a break, take a break. Shit, from life and, you know, just do something. Maybe go read a book. Go for a walk. Um, Just do something new. Try something different. Just take a break. You ain't got to be doing something all the time. Take a nap. How about that? That's my whole tip. Take Take a nap. nap. She said, go to sleep, ho. <laughs> um, my whole tip is totally unrelated because I kind of wanted this to be like, a, did you see that moment? But I forgot to bring it in because I kind of had to jump into today's subject. But there was a tweet where this girl was like, oh, I got your nigga's forehead on my tummy. And this lady was like, there's only such a thing as a as fat privilege. You hoes just want to be side bitches or something like that. So then they get into an argument and <laughs> the lady goes, don't you have married niggas dick to suck? Oh, you fear of nobody wanting to marry you. So you become a sputter out on the side. Sis came back and said, why would I get married at 25 when I have women like you that build the perfect men for me to marry at 30? Make sure you train your nigga to cook. I like my eggs scrambled. And on that note, <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs>